Sync and Desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. Welcome to this week's episode of Sync and Assist. Welcome, welcome, my yeah. boy. We are <laughs> back with 130. Yes. And actually, before we say anything in regards to what we're going to talk about today, um, I just want to let you guys know that my laptop broke. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Although the, the current uh, computer I'm using is pretty old, so... It, it it would have died eventually, anyways. At some point, not you know, all things. Yes, we all Ex- yes. except for Enoch and like who else was just ascended to heaven, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Do we ever die? <laughs> I think in life we die many times. Yeah, ooh, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they call it born again. When you have a born again experience, like second life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Rob, uh, how's your week? What kind of week have you been having? I don't know what today is. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't really talked since the last episode. I mean, we like here and there a little bit, but yeah, yeah. really just like tagging each other on Instagram stories and like. Rep- Applying to uh, each other's uh, Instagram stories. That's been like the extent of like us really talking and like trying to schedule like when we're going to uh, do this episode. But um, yeah, this week has, ooh, it's <laughs> been one of those at work, but like I'm not going to look up what day this episode goes up, but early July. <laughs> and yeah. um, so The Last of Us Part Two came out on. And I've not said anything on social media or anything, uh, or even talked to anyone about the game. So like, this is my first time talking about it. But um, yeah, I was curious, like you know, <laughs> yeah, you are a huge, huge fan of this game, and anybody that has been listening to this podcast since day one <laughs> knows what that game means to you. So yeah, like at, at least knows that it's very important to me. Um, because yes. I, I, I. I have I ever said what it actually means? You, you like on the podcast? Because I only touched on it with depression. Yeah, when we're talking about depression, I think it was that one of the depression episodes. <laughs> Which one? Many, many <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're on one thirty this week, Rob. That's a lot of damn episodes. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So the last of us part two came out on June nineteenth, and in 2013 the last of us part one finally came out on june 6th of 2013 and much like uh part two it was revealed and then years later it finally came out like the first one was pushed back many times and this one was supposed to come out last year then february then i want to say it was another day and then finally june 19th 
but I like we said, I've never shared in detail why The Last of Us means so much to me. You're like I kind of like hinted to it towards it like before we started recording, but you're the only person that knows what that game actually means to me. Right. The only person I've yeah. ever told you. I mean ever told like in the world. <laughs> you know, like right. um it's like you're the only person that knows what that game means to me. And like I may have told you like I saw World War Z the day um because I got it on my 21st birthday mm. and World War Z had just come out and I was either going to see that or now you see me, but I decided to just watch uh, World War Z on my birthday in 2013. And it could have been either of those movies. It could have been any movie, but for the same reason that The Last of Us means so much to me, because it could have been any game, It those two that movie and that game mean a lot to me because um and I, i'm not gonna say like why or anything because it's like very personal but um i kind of took my time with the last of us part two because because of work just like, like yeah <laughs> and it's a very very long game it's yeah. twice as long as the first one that was a long game that's so I don't understand how people were already having reviews of like the ending of it and everything. I'm like, bro, how fast did you yeah. play through that thing? Yeah, like the first one was very emotional. Yeah. And like Sweet. I've played that game like nine times. I've played it every year since it came out. And in 2013, after I played it the first time, because I beat it in three days, I like played it again. And there was another year that I played it um, two times. I think it was a couple yeah. years ago. And I even started to replay it like on my 10th time uh, a couple months ago. I think at the beginning of quarantine. But um, yeah, so like that first game means so much to me. And it's, like I say, it could have been any game. But it happened to be The Last of Us, which intensified why it means so much to me. Because it's more, it's more than just the game. Like anyone listening, it is more than just the game. But the game intensifies why it's so important to me. And part two, I, I beat it yesterday when I got off of work, and it like it validates the first one for me even more because it's not like the sequel; it's the continuation of the first one. And like, it's a like I'm not gonna like go into like a full on review, but like it's it's a masterpiece. Like I've never played a game with those just fluid, just perfect mechanics because it's way better than the first one's mechanics, which were like crazy. Because anyone that doesn't know the Last of Us, the first one changed everything. It changed storytelling. It changed video games. It it changed everything. So I've never played the game, but I've seen lots of gameplay. I like watching people play games. Mm -hmm. That may be something I've talked about before, but it's like, this is a movie you can play. Yeah. Like it's an experience. It's more than a game. Yeah. And that's like when I was really little, like me and my neighbors that we talked about 
where were video games going to go? Like, because, you know, at the time it was 64 and PS1. And it was like, dude, the graphics just keep getting better and better. And you like, look back oh, at it now. <laughs> I know now it doesn't look, yeah, like shit. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but we were saying like eventually, like, because we were like, well, just because they release platforms, you know, that might still be a few years behind on what their technology is actually able to do. So I just remember having these conversations with my neighbors of like, eventually it's going to look like people. Eventually it's like, it's going to be like footage, like film. Part two does. <laughs> and it's like, we're there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we talked about this in the late nineties. Now it's 2020. And yeah. they, they have real actors acting. You can see Ashley Johnson. You can see Troy Baker through the characters. Like, mm-hmm. Is crazy, yeah. But um, yeah, The Last of Us Part Two is a masterpiece, in my opinion. I stand by every choice. Everyone, people are shitting all over this game. Some people are, yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> masterpiece, in my opinion. The way I see, it, like, I at first, like, when because, like, I, I've tweeted, but like, I stopped watching like trailers and everything for it. Because I, I just want to go into, I don't want to be too excited or anything and just be disappointed. Or, and even though like Naughty Dog is my favorite studio and they've, like I say all the time, Naughty Dog is PlayStation. But like this game, man, like I was a little apprehensive, like going into it because I was like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've, Ever since the end of the first one, I knew what was going to come next. Like, as a storyteller, like, I knew what should come next. And I was like, and then, like, yeah, I went there. And then 28 hours later, I'm like, oh, my God, this game is a masterpiece. But, like, it, because, like, we said, like, the first one was there for me like during like my depression and then this one count it, it brought me back to that and, like for like since yesterday like well a couple of days ago even before i finished it i was like fuck man i'm feeling low <laughs> like it it's an emotional game but like i've just been listening to interviews and the official uh the last of us podcast and like because mm. like after the first game you feel full after this one you feel empty like, like it is it's like really affecting me but like like i'm bouncing back <laughs> it's like because like i said it's so much more than a game to me mm. you know but yeah yeah and like like i said like what which kind of could like segue but like you're the only person that knows what that game yeah. means to me you know yeah i, w- I wonder if, so if this game kind kind of made you sentimental um if that's sort of why because earlier you know you were discussing uh, a subject that you were kind of wondering like how you even sort of got on that mind track you know and i wonder if it's maybe the game is kind of bringing up 
you know, these sentimental feelings that are getting your brain going on this, this sort of mind track. Cause I mean, it may not have anything to do with that at all, but, uh, but I just, I know earlier you, know, you were talking about something, which I guess you probably want to discuss. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know how you want to segue into that, but, but I, well, I guess I could say that game has been an example of something that's been there for you. I know it's an, it's an inanimate object. (laughs) It's a story, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a person, but it's been there for you. You know, it, you needed it. It was there at the time it came in clutch for you. So, uh, and now the last of us two is kind of like, bringing back some of those nostalgic things of like making you reminisce on like what in my life has, you know, been there for me like this has, you know, (laughs) that's, I I may be interjecting too much, but that's, that's kind of how I'm feeling that you're feeling. Like (laughs) in the end of the game, uh, there's a scene and it's something that I, it's one of those things like where, there's there people are triggered by everything like there there are certain triggers in like sentences and everything you know that like can snap you back to something yeah like in like media like in movies like there's always that one that everyone can like get triggered by and you know but like for me like with this game like of course like the big moments like got me but like there's something that Ellie says in the very end of the game. And it took me all the way back. And like I said, it validated the first one, like why that game uh, means so much to me. And then like, even if that weren't line, weren't even in the game, like I would still absolutely love this game. Yeah, like it's br- like it's the most violent video game I've ever played. <laughs> like Ooh. even some shit, I'm like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> and we know the movies I like. <laughs> even you, <laughs> yeah. But like, and it's like the first one's not scary at all to me. But like, I love it like more than anything. Some parts of this game like freak me out. <laughs> There's one part that turned into like Resident Evil. It's like, oh shit. Damn. <laughs> yeah. But like there's like I said, there's just something super small in that game. A line that she says is something super small that everyone's gonna overlook because they don't have the same experience to it that I have. So like right. like going back to what you said, that one thing that she said took me back to when on my it wasn't even on my 21st birthday. Like it it was past midnight when I finally opened the game and like finally opened my presents. It was like the next day it was past midnight. And, uh, I opened it and ran to my room and threw it in the PS3, played it for six hours. And then like, I have this thing where I only play the last of us at night. Cause like that's what what I did uh, my first time I played it, but and because it's a horror survivor horror, 
yes the mood <laughs> uh, but now like with this one i like i just blacked out my room just darked it out <laughs> like we playing in the morning and afternoon <laughs> at night at, at three in the morning <laughs> what we were talking about no but to what you were saying but at the same time yes if that makes sense okay yeah yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was definitely there right because um because you were you were saying earlier how uh you were tw- you tweeted something and uh i actually i didn't even see the tweet because i haven't really been on that much the last couple of days um but it was but i, I did see one that you tweeted and it was like be there when it counts was one thing that you said and um yeah you, you were just saying how like like your explanation of sort of the the mind track that you're on with these tweets is kind of know like know who has been there for you since day one first of all and kind of some something that we talk about is, is sinking to assist uh, a lot and i i appreciate it i think i'm understanding the concept of it a little bit more <laughs> um and that's kind of like knowing who your knowing who your friends are knowing who's really down for you and supporting you um it's not a new concept by any means obviously but um but a, a lot of the frustration that i've been having lately when it comes to like my art, my creative endeavors is when I really actually look at who's paying attention and who's, uh, you know, even something as simple as like sharing something of mine online or, uh, messaging me saying good luck, things like this, something so simple that just kind of shows to me that, Hey, you're showing up for me you know um because so many people that i call my friend you know don't really do that i think i've been using that term far too loose you know like oh my friend right you know all these it's will i just willy-nilly like everything and to actually take a step back and look at i could probably count on like one hand how many people have been, as the kids say, A1 since day one. <laughs> and when I heard that term, I was like, I like that term. I actually said that to my dad. <laughs> so thank you for being A1 since day one. Like, <laughs> I was there before day one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Rob, yes, that's right. <laughs> my, my, my real dad. <laughs> but, But like you... And I'm sure, like, you start thinking about things a little differently, too, as you're approaching 30. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm still learning, dude. <laughs> it's like, that. you know, I, I thought 15 years ago, half of 30, right? That, like, by 30, I'd have my life figured out. I really don't. <laughs> but I'm still, like, it's just crazy that, like, I'm still struggling i feel like finding 
the support system that I feel like I deserve. But I also didn't have enough self-respect to know what I deserve. You know, to be able to be like, you know what? I'm a, I'm damn good at what I do. Like, I deserve to ha- have people have my back. You know, it's not not selfish for me to think that. You know, it's just I need that support system. Who doesn't need that? Um. So in in light of that, I've just been like going hard on like promoting some of your stuff too, especially your videos. You know, like you work hard on that shit. Like people so many people take for granted like all the work that goes into being an artist for virtually nothing. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but it, and I get that not everybody can contribute monetary value into things. Um, they're not in the position to do so. Um, so the least, the least that you can do is like, just take a second out of your time, and like share your friends, videos, songs, uh, pictures, you know, anything that they put out there on social media just takes two seconds to share it. You know, something as simple as that, but, but yeah, like that, that's kind of a tangent and all on its own, like something entirely that we could get into. Um, but yeah. And it's like, we were talking about earlier, like, you should never have to convince your friends to be friends. Like you should never have to yeah. convince your friends to be there for you. Cause if they're not, then they're not, they're not exactly. your friends, you know? Like, um, like people, you shouldn't have to fight for their position. Yeah. You know, um, it is a, it like a meet in the middle <laughs> kind of deal. So, uh, but like, I mean, like, know, know who's got your back, you know? Because I know, like, there's some people that I don't want to forget where I came from, for sure. I don't want to forget who had my back when I had two likes a picture, you know? Yeah, I like, still get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, these algorithms be fucked, you know? <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, like, Cause I know some people get famous and they, they do forget that they, they leave where they came from. They leave their origin, but I don't, I don't want to be like that at all. That's, but that's really cool. Kind of back to the video game. Like <laughs> it's really not that it's even a person, you know, but that it, it's about your roots. It's about your origins, about where you, it's funny. I actually mentioned, uh, one of the first things we said uh, when we hit record today was, uh, oh, shoot, I'm losing my train of thought here. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, yeah, just, just kind of knowing where you, where you came from and never forgetting that. Um, I, I forget it sometimes. I know that. Like, I get so wrapped up in, like, being an adult and – you know, it's like, what, what led me here? What led me down this path? Why am I still standing? You know, where would I be without some of the people that had my back, you know? But, you know, if, if someone won't do, like, if you do something for someone and you know they wouldn't do the same for you, I don't see why they're in your life. 
Yeah. Like sometimes we get, sometimes we do become attached to people and like comfort in it, right? Yeah. Like even if they've never been there for you at all, like, I don't know. Like it is something that like I've kind of been dealing with. I'm like, but why? This person's never been there for me. This person's like never really spoken life into me. Like ever, you know? So it's like, but like I do that. I don't get that in return. And like, yeah, it's, I don't don't know. Like dynamic. I mean, it, it is a dynamic. It's not yeah. a dynamic, but it is it is a dynamic that you just get used to. So mm-hmm. you feel like that's their place in your life. So you know, you don't really expect any different. Oh but, my god, I can finally say it. Cause you finally seen mother. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I've been wanting to say this for years, but you've seen okay. mother. Is what she said at the end of the movie. Is if, if you've not seen Mother, I don't care. It's been out there. <laughs> it's been out for like three years, four and years. If you've now. not seen it, you're probably never going to see it. But um, <laughs> but at the end, she said, "You you don't love me. You only love how much I love you." And that's exactly what Ooh. it is. You know, like with a lot of people, that's exactly what it is. And like with this, this is exactly how I feel about it, about about that uh, certain situation. It's like, right, but also how you make someone feel may be such a momentary thing. It's in one ear, out the other. Mm-hmm. You know, like you give them that temporary comfort that they know they can come to because they don't have enough self-esteem self-respect you know to to be their own sense of strength i don't know if that's the the right word for it but basically that they it doesn't come from themselves it comes from other people's fleeting comments and i say fleeting because it's like you may give them that that feeling of comfort for five minutes but then Five minutes after that, they're back to needing whatever you're giving them, either from you or from someone else. You know, there's no self-sustainability. Wow, that's like, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like a big eye-opener. Yeah. Like, so they're in love with what you give, what you provide for them, mm -hmm. but... It doesn't stick. So they constantly need it. So it'll drain you if you let it. (laughs) Yeah, like if you... I'm trying to think of like a perfect like analogy, but like if you say tear your ACL, yeah, you can put ice on it, but Mm -hmm. nothing's going to fix that ACL like surgery. It has to be from the inside. It can't be from the outside. You know, like either that right. outer ex, that external validation will never fill the inner, you know, that void on the inside. Like you have to work on that. You know, mm-hmm. no one externally can uh, 
fix your inner, you know, turmoil. Like, yes, you have to do that. Right. And a lot of people, like we were talking about, like a lot of people are addicted to their pain. They're addicted to it because like, I don't know, it's, that's become their image, I guess. And like, it seems to be working for me. So I might as well. And like, sometimes you, like they'll like convince themselves like this is who they are, but that's the toxic behavior. There's no is it, call, is it called Stockholm syndrome? When you, yeah, you in a way, it's like when you begin to sympathize for the um, person that's holding you hostage. Yeah, yeah. So in a way, it is like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, of self, <laughs> mm-hmm. your own cage. Yeah, yeah that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, a boy getting deep over here. <laughs> Would, wouldn't be sink and desist if we didn't. Welcome to sink and desist, where we make you laugh, cry, think, and think hard. <laughs> And question your pastor. (laughs) 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 No, but I think that about does it for this week's episode. Brad, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Bradley Pallone. And you can also follow my photography pages uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Ghostproof Photo. And what about you, Rob? But also definitely follow at Ghostproof Photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can find me at Robert DXN on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can find Sing and Assist on all platforms except for TikTok and Snapchat. But uh, you can yeah. find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. That is where you will find us. Mm-hmm. So no excuse to go ahead and listen to this bad boy every Tuesday. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. And we will catch you next week. Later.